I wouldn't believe the story if someone else were telling it, but it's true, every word of it. It started when I went to college. It was the first day of school. All these people are coming up to me saying, Eddie, how are you? Eddie, hi. I'm like, my name's not Eddie. I don't know what you're talking about. As soon as this guy turned around, I knew it was Eddie's double. I said, you're not going to believe this. You have a twin brother. How would you react if you found out you had a long-lost identical twin brother? Well, this is a true story, and it gets even crazier because there is another brother. I tried to get my mum to explain it. Triplets that were adopted at birth, identical triplets adopted at birth, who um, accidentally ran into each other when they were 19, or ran into the image of themselves, or two of them did. Well, instead of my mum continuing on for about four hours trying to explain it, let me tell you, this is a movie called Three Identical Strangers, and here's some more preview. As I reached out to knock on the door, it opens. And there I am. His eyes are my eyes, my eyes are his eyes, and it's true. And then the story went from being amazing to incredible. It was an article to Twins Reunited. I think I might be the third. When people ask me what is the most remarkable story you ever encountered, I tell them it's the story of the triplets. You guys have been on the front page of every newspaper in the world. True. They were more like clones than they were like brothers. It was a miracle. There was nothing that could keep us apart. That's when things kind of got funky. Something was just not right. They separated these boys at birth. The parents had never been told that there were two other children. What was the purpose? Why? How could you not tell us? They're trying to conceal what they did from the people they did it to. When you play with humans, you do something very wrong. It would be evil enough to come up with something like this. There's a lot of powerful people who would like to have the story silenced. There's still so much that we don't know. It boggles the mind. It's a mystery. I'd like to know the truth. That's a lot, isn't it? It sounds like a full-on drama or action film, but it's real. My name is Ryan John, and welcome to Life of Ryan. My mum adopted me when I was six weeks old, and lots of people who listen to this podcast or follow me on Facebook or Instagram are intrigued by our adoption story and just our family story as a whole. So as you can imagine, when this movie comes out, I'm getting tagged in so many posts, and so is my mum, and lots of people are asking us, what do you guys think of this movie called Three Identical Strangers? So mum and I went to the cinemas to watch it, but I didn't expect it to have the both of us in tears multiple times, but it did. After the movie, I sat down in the lounge room with mum to talk about it. Now, if you don't want this movie spoiled, and we try our best not to, but if you don't want to know anything, turn off now. It seems that these triplets may have been part of a study. A study where they get children who are the same and put them in different environments to see if it makes a difference. Now, this movie covers heaps of topics like adoption, the ethics of research studies, parenting styles of the rich versus the poor, nature versus nurture, and should siblings ever be split up in any kind of adoption? In general, your thoughts on separating siblings and twins? 
because the movie, it sort of, I know it just seems cruel that they missed out on living their lives together. Oh, yeah, separating twins is cruel, definitely, but they didn't, yeah, they, yeah, in hindsight, um, it'd be interesting to know what the basis was for this experiment and why they did it. Well, the excuse they gave, and it did appear that it was sort of a, this is just the reason we say, whether we believe it or not, but they say that it's hard to place triplets because if a couple says we want to adopt it seems like you're overwhelming them saying here's three but as someone who adopted kids what would have happened if when they called and said you can come and get me when i was six or seven weeks old what if they said there's three of them what would you have thought hi yeah i'd be into three that would have been fun you sure yeah 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 three would have been fun but um i think they ask you those sort of things beforehand But but would you assume I would have thought, and this is what they said in the movie, that any adoptive parent would have said yes to any amount of children. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And one of the um, the triplets in the movie's father, who became very close to the three of them, he said he would have had the three. The parents were actually far more angry finding out about the fact they were part of this experiment than the boys were. The boys were just thrilled to find each other and to... Um, you know, they went into business together, they bought houses together, they all married, um, they, they developed lives together but actually found out they were very different in many ways rather than similar. So for those listening who don't know, last Christmas I found my birth father after doing an ancestry DNA test. So at the age of 30, it was the first time I ever met someone in my biological family. Now, Joel, who's my birth father, he had two sons, so instantly I went from being an only child to having two half-brothers. We spent all of last Christmas and New Year's together, and it was really just unbelievable. I still can't quite believe it. And watching this movie, it reminded me of all those memories we've created in the last 12 months. In the movie, they kind of say there was lots of similarities, but that's because you look for the similarities. You don't yeah. look for the differences. Is that kind of funny thinking about now after when I, we all met Cole and Cooper, my half-brothers, that we were all sitting there at the dinner table being like, oh, my God, you drink that, you drink that, you wear a T-shirt, and I think you were the one looking for all the similarities. <laughs> exactly the same. And what I laughed at it because when they all met each other for the first time, the three of them, they rolled around on the floor and wrestled, and it was like you with Cole and Cooper at Winter Wonderland at Hyde Park where you went on the slides and behaved like kids together. It was exactly the same. Exactly the same sort of behaviour that you just had to go and bond and be like young kids together. A lot of the themes obviously are going to be nature versus nurture. Has that film changed your mind about what you think about nature versus nurture? And I guess first of all, before you answer that, what was your thoughts prior to this about that whole discussion? I think it's a combination of both. It has to be your DNA, physical um, things. I mean, the fact that you and your your birth family come from a, a finance background has to have some relevance there. That has to be there. The physical things are obvious. Um, and there are some similarities in behaviours, but we look for them. We don't look for the differences. So um, I think it's a combination of both. I think the, the nurture is pretty important too, and it was in that movie with the one family that were the joyous, happy boisterous, not wealthy family. They're actually the poorest, which is interesting in itself. Yeah, they were the poorest family. And he was probably the more um, introspective, insightful person. And he had the father that would have said we would have had all of them. And they all had an older sister. 
didn't they? Yeah, they're all the same age as well. Yeah, the older sisters were also adopted, which is part of this scientific experiment. Very weird. Um, yeah, so the nature versus nurture, all the, the results of these, and there are findings to this study, but um, it's all buried in a sealed vault in a university somewhere in America. At the end, we were like, all in the last few minutes, quite upset. <laughs> Is that fair to say? Yes, 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 yes. What? I mean, the whole thing was shocking, but was there one sort of sentence or moment at the end that kind of um, um, triggered? <laughs> I think it was just built up and it was just that, that nature versus nurture stuff at the end and thinking how sad it was for this, um, for everyone in the whole story because it doesn't really end on a positive note for everybody. Not for anybody. Not for anybody. No, not even for the parents because they were very, very angry and they were lied to by the adoption um, people. Um, Yeah, so it doesn't end happily for anyone. And, of course, this is all now public as well, public, you know, out out in the public in this documentary. But they must have given permission for that to happen. How would you feel if you found out now that you raising me was part of a test to test your parenting (laughs) or to test me as an adopted child? (laughs) I'd be furious, but that's definitely not the case. Um, It was interesting. That we know of. (laughs) Yeah, but they thought, the parents thought that they were being filmed was just part of that normal process of of adoption and they they didn't know that this was scientifically set up with an adopted older sibling female and different home environments and it was repeated across America. Not that many families, it wasn't a big study, but there's still people in that study that don't know that they were part of it or they have an identical sibling. They found out they were part of a study later in life and it really shocked them and made them angry and rightfully so. If we were part of a study, would you rather just not know than find out now and us be upset and angry about it? Oh, I don't know whether I can answer that without more information. It's a tricky one. Um, Well, if you had got a study, if we were a study, you would have got an A-plus from me. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Ryan. I would have given you an A-plus too, most of the time. (laughs) Most of the time? Most of the time, except for the towels on the bathroom floor. Bridget still carries on about that now. Everyone needs to get over the bloody towels on the floor. No, no, and you use her towel. Thank God we didn't share a bathroom. Um, But you never pick the towel up. I bet you haven't. You've just had a shower this morning. I bet it's still on the floor. No, it'll be on the door in the bedroom. I can predict. Hang on, we're going to go and. Okay. Let's walk down. Oh, no. She says it'll be on the. Uh, Oh, where is it? Oh, it is. It's on the door in the. It's on the door in the bedroom. It doesn't dry like that, Ryan. Well, that must be a a nature, not a nurture. (laughs) It's a habit and a bad one. (laughs) Ah, yes. My name is Ryan John. And I leave my towel either on the floor or thrown over a door. There, I said it. I admit it. (laughs) The movie is called Three Identical Strangers, and it's been out for a few months now. And because it's a documentary, it's what they call like a limited run. So I don't think it was a big release in out in cinemas everywhere. But I've got no doubt it'll be on Netflix or Amazon or somewhere where you can watch it at home in no time at all. The story, it's... um. It's really quite sad and in parts harrowing and we've actually left the worst part out of this podcast, but I mean, there's so many of us that are adopted, but every adoption story is slightly different and this is um, 
Yeah, I mean, as different as it gets, and you know, I just really quite I feel for the three of them. That's for sure. There's a group on Facebook about this podcast. It's called Life of Ryan. And if you've got any thoughts yourself, I'd love you to join the group and, and share those. In the group, there are a lot of other adoptees. There are a lot of birth mothers and there are a lot of adoptive parents as well. And I'll be curious to get everyone's thoughts on this topic and about this documentary because it is quite fascinating. And like I just said, everyone's story is a little bit different. So I'd be quite curious to hear people's views on it as well. Um, we do need to point out that some of the audio in this podcast was from the trailer of the movie and we obviously don't own that and they do. So thank you to them. All the music we've made ourselves. So thank you very much to Tom Wood for his help on that one. As always, big shout out to Brody Green for mixing the audio on this episode. And thanks to my mum, Mandy Dunn, for sharing her thoughts. And um, yeah, like she often doesn't like to talk about this stuff. It's a bit private for her, but I appreciate it when I can ask her a few questions and she answers honestly as well. And thank you. Yes, you for listening. It really does mean a lot to me. So I really appreciate that. Thanks again. We'll chat soon. (laughs) 